there, beautiful people. You're listening to Cast Ripple by Carla Berger from Cape Town, South Africa. Hi, everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Cast Ripple. Today, I want to talk about something that I've really learned really really learned to do in the last year and a half almost two years something that I thought I had but I actually didn't and that is self-love now for people that know me you would never think that I two years back didn't really love myself and I wouldn't have thought that either if you had told me that but then something happened and I had to really look in the mirror and find myself ask very deep questions about who I was and what I wanted to do with my life. And that's where my real self-love journey began. So given that it's Valentine's week and love is in the air and everyone is just giddy with excitement, I want to dedicate this episode to self-love. Not love, romantic love in a relationship love, because I believe that you need to love yourself first and majority of people that say that they love themselves don't actually know what they're talking about unfortunately that's just how it is they don't understand what self-love really is and how conditioned they are to think that the person that they are is their authentic selves Because it takes something to shake up your life, to really understand what it is that you are, who you are, who you want to be. To ask yourself those really, really deep questions. So, self-love, I think, is a very important topic especially around Valentine's Day because there's a lot of people that feel deep pro because they have no one <clears throat> to love romantically or that, um, you know, they wish they had someone or this or that and they feel lonely. And I'm here to tell you that you need to start with self-love. No matter who you are, even if you are head over heels in love and in the most stable relationship ever, self-love is such an important thing to do. And when you're happy and you don't uh, feel like your life is lacking anything, then it's difficult to really look deeper into the mirror. But when you're in a place where you're sad, um, then it's really something... To start asking yourself the questions about who you are and how to love yourself. 
because the rule of oneness, the universe, we are all one. We can't love ourselves without loving others. And we can't love others without loving ourselves. Because we are all one, there is no separation. Your internal space that you're creating for yourself internally is a direct reflection of external circumstances. Now, I know people would say, but, you know, I feel peaceful inside, but there's chaos around me. It depends on so many things, but the chaos might point to some shadows that you're not facing, or the chaos might just be a consequence of other consciousness around you but it your self space and your self love gives you the opportunity to brave those circumstances in a way you wouldn't have if you didn't create a place for yourself where you could love yourself and create a safe space within yourself so the point is, we need to start with ourselves before we can even start to love other people or understand our physical relationships with other people more. The better we love ourselves, the better our life will start to flow in the direction of our deepest desires. So this is where a very interesting thing I heard in one of us uh, uh, Teal Swan's videos, and I'm just going to sideline on this. I decide the week before, or even yeah, the the Thursday I record normally. On Monday, I start to ask myself the question, what am I going to record about? And then I allow the answer to come to me. I love spreading the words in my podcast. I love sharing insights with people, even though the audience isn't that big. One of the biggest things for me about Casterable is about how I use it for myself, for my own elevation of my consciousness. It's more to do about me. So in that, casterable and bearable is a way for me to love myself, a way for me to expand, to grow deeper into myself and into my authenticity. So it's never a coincidence when I ask myself the question, what am I going to record about? The answer pops into my head. I then go to YouTube to get a few ideas on the subject, um, some insights, some inspiration, and then I see something that resonates so strongly for this specific topic. These synchronicities are just amazing. And that's what happens when you act on self-love your life begins to flow.
synchronicities start to happen everywhere because you are going downstream instead of upstream. Upstream is a struggle. We shouldn't have to struggle this much. Even if circumstances around us are bad, emotionally, internally, we should be able to create a space for us where we are at peace and we, where we can still flow through chaos. And in theory, if everyone could reach this limit, this space, this beautiful internal space, then our physical reality would also start to change, to move, to shift, so that it reflects the internal space of the collective consciousness. So, the video Teal Swan speaks about self-love and how self-love is the fastest route to enlightenment. And I completely agree. Going through all of the things that I've shared over the past year and a half, um, over Be a Ripple and Cast a Ripple, it's all tools. It's life-enhancing tools to enhance the quality of your life experiences because you are creating the space for yourself. You are in control of what is happening and how you are adapting to your circumstances. You are in control. So, in this video she says, and I haven't done this, or well, maybe I have, just not in this specific way uh, that she says you should approach the subject. So you should do a year of self-love, dedicated. Write it in your journal today and date it 365 days from now. Make another little note. And every day... You ask yourself one question. It seems simple, but uh, it will it will it will be a challenge for anyone to do this. The question is, what would someone that loves themselves do? So it can be the most man mundane task. Um, this is a silly example. Should I brush my teeth? Then you ask yourself, what would someone that loves themselves do? And then, yes, okay. Or should I have an apple? Or should I have cornflakes? And then the first thing that comes up in peace. So the first thing that comes up, that is an intuitive guide for you to follow towards self-love and the difficult aspect of this will be that sometimes you won't want to believe what comes up especially when it comes to more difficult decisions like am I happy at my work or should I do something else with my life or should I move to another country those are some very very hectic questions and you should already be well in the process of self-love before 
contemplating those questions because your intuition is kind of covered up by ego and by demons and all the other um, conditioning that we gain as humans growing up. Your intuition is still there and it will always be there sending you signals. You just have to create the correct environment for it to be able to speak to you. It's the same thing that I was saying with the Spirit Guides podcast. Is you need to create a link. There needs to be a question. There needs to be an invitation for some kind of communication to come from your higher self. And that is what it's all about. So, I would suggest start doing it. Just ask yourself throughout the day, what would someone that loves themselves do? And you will find that there are things that you're going to do differently then. Because you're so in a routine or in conditioning or um, so used to doing something in a particular way that you haven't even realized that it's not something that someone that loves themselves would do because it's just something that you always do and you've never given a second thought to it and this is where you start to break patterns and barriers and get rid of things that don't serve you anymore because they are not something that someone would do that loves themselves. Then again, I also want to put in here that if you make a decision on something, we are always so concerned with what is right or wrong. What is a right decision? What is a wrong decision? When in actual fact, and we get so wrapped up in this that we, we get very indecisive. Like I was very, very indecisive person. I still am to a certain degree, but not as badly as it was like I would have these different scenarios in my head all the time about silly little things and I couldn't decide which way to go because all of those scenarios that I created in my head felt to me like truth but it wasn't actually my truth there was one of those options was my authentic truth but I couldn't tell between them so I would get myself into messy situations with lots of bungled emotions just because I was so indecisive. So the more we move towards self-love, the more we move to authenticity, the less self-doubt there is. Because you will automatically know that that is the right answer. And again, right and wrong is really just a concept it's words pointing to some kind of meaning it's a description but in essence there is no such thing as a wrong answer 
there is no such thing as a wrong decision. Whatever you do, whatever you decide in that specific moment, the universe will support you. Sometimes it will not go as you planned it or envisioned it because there are other factors at play depending on your frequency, your flow, your connection with intuition. All of those things have a role in how something pans out in the physical reality. So you just need to let go of your attachment to an outcome that you want and trust the universe that things will always work out for the better. If something goes badly, you might think that you made the wrong decision, but you will learn something throughout that experience, something that is invaluable for you and something that needed to be learned. So that's why I'm saying that there is no such thing as a wrong decision. There might be times where you make what you perceive as a wrong decision and it takes you longer to get to a certain point in your life than you would have liked it. But the lessons that you've learned in those scenarios were not coincidences. There's no such thing as coincidences. So, remember that while practicing self-love. If you are so tired after a hectic, horrible day at work and things just don't go as planned, sometimes the self-love answer is not a healthy salad. Sometimes it is going to the beach and drinking milkshake and eating burger and fries. That is a form of self-love. And that's what I actually did two weeks ago. So sometimes that is self-love. Sometimes you'll get home and the flat will be a mess. And there you have no clean underwear and you have no clean dishes. And sometimes then the answer will be in that specific moment to clean the dishes or to do your laundry. Other times... It might be to go to a friend, to hang with them, or it might be to take a long bath or a shower. So it really does depend on the moment. And there is no such thing as a wrong decision. Okay, so now that that's covered, I'm going to give you some examples of things that you should keep in mind when practicing self-love. So the first thing, and all of these things are things that I've covered in Costa Ripple or Bia Ripple, is your thoughts. Remember, people, your thoughts aren't you. You are not your thoughts. You are the observer of your thoughts. Your thoughts, especially when you are at a lower frequency, your thoughts are very much egocentric. They are demons, they are things that you've been taught to believe or to feel. So you are the observer, 
of your thoughts. As your frequency raises, those thoughts become more clear and more pristine and they become intuitive. They've always been intuitive. The loud noises of the ego just kind of cover them up. Be aware of your emotions. Listen to your emotions. They're trying to tell you something. Ask, what is this emotion telling me, trying to tell me? Journaling is a fantastic way for self-love, especially if you're feeling like me. Um, I journal when I feel heavy emotions and I feel my emotions, my heavy emotions on my chest. It's like a physical, like a thing. It's on my chest, um, like a horse standing on it, especially when I'm struggling with anxiety or heartache or whatever then journaling is a fantastic way to self-love. Reading, not just reading for pleasure um, or, you know, normal stories, but read some self-help books. I mean, take what you want from them. Read, read lots of them. I've read so many of them. And I don't necessarily agree with all that is said in the book, but there is definitely some value that I take out of each book. So read. Meditate. Meditation has been such a wonderful tool for me to just really dive into my emotions and into my intuition, to get into contact with my spirit guides, to clear my my thoughts, um, to unjumble them, to make decisions. Meditation is such a peaceful thing that you can do for yourself and it really does improve your relationship with yourself. Breathing exercises, almost like meditation, but really when you are so anxious, and I know because anxiety is a big thing for me, breathing exercises when you are driving in your car and your jaw is clenched and you suddenly realize that your jaw is so clenched, clenched that it's physically painful. Just breathe. Let it go. You're letting all of that pent-up emotions sit in your body and it's not good for your body. It's not good for you. It's not good for your self-love, space. Just let it go. Breathe. Listening. Your senses are, are so important. Listen to every single thing. Not the people, just the sounds. There, There's art all around you. See the art, hear the art, feel the art. Life is so beautiful and we get so stuck in the rat, rat race that we never give our senses the joy of just observing things, of seeing and smelling the flower, of touching the flower, of listening to the leaves blowing through the grass, the wind blowing through the grass. Give yourself that space of self-love. Do something that you love and not something that you are conditioned to think you should love, like I should exercise, this is good for me. And there's a difference between exercising because you need to exercise 
and exercising because you love doing it. So there's some kind of form of exercising that will speak to you, that will speak directly to your soul, into your heart. Like for instance, I love Zumba. I absolutely love dancing. And when I walk out of a Zumba class and when I'm in a Zumba class, I... It's just... I walk out of there and I am so alive. When I do the other classes, I do other classes. I don't just do Zumba. I do other classes. I do Pilates. I do Pound. But they aren't necessarily what I love the most. What I love the most is I love Zumba. And I love walking on the beach. I don't really like walking in the felt that much. I love walking on the beach. That is my love. I love doing that. So do things that you love. Jomo. Not FOMO. Jomo. Not the fear of missing out, but the joy of missing out. Now this is something that has been, that I've been practicing. Because self-love does require you to sometimes step back and just be with yourself. And not because you are punishing yourself, but because you are creating a safe space for yourself. Jomo, joy of missing out. Watch what you eat. I mean, it's okay every now and again to do a cheat meal, but try and eat clean most of the time. I eat clean at least five days of the week. And I exercise at least four of the week. The rest of the time I give myself free range. It's about balance, it's about creating a space for yourself where you can, you don't have to hunker down and punish yourself. Live a little. Other thing, push yourself. We get so comfortable in our comfort zones. Sometimes we need to push ourselves to do something out of the ordinary. And that's where asking yourself the question, what would someone that loves themselves do? That's where that question comes in. Because you will be asking yourself that question one day and the answer will come up and it would not be what you would normally do. Then you need to have the guts to push yourself to do that. Because you know that that is what you need. That is what your frequency desires. So push yourself. Challenge yourself. Live in the moment. Every single moment has immense capacity for self-love. You can feel that energy from the earth coming up through your spine and just radiating out to you and everyone else around you. You have the power to access that peace and that serenity that comes with that space. And you're the only one that can create that for yourself. Mirror talk is another one. Look in the mirror every morning and tell yourself that you love yourself. See something beautiful in your face, in your eyes. 
just telling yourself that you love yourself, even though it might feel weird at the beginning, can do major, major self-love movements internally. And then always remember your boundaries. Again, asking yourself the question, what would someone that loved themselves do? Boundaries are very, very important because we tend to give too much of ourselves. You can't pour from an empty cup, guys. You need to be full. Well, we are always full, but take care of yourself. You are the most important aspect of your reality and your internal space that you create. Only you can do that. No one else can help you with that. Okay, I think I've said enough. Self-love is one of the most important journeys. And it's been something that I've really loved doing and finding out about myself. And I look forward to learning so much more and growing in authenticity. Okay, guys, love you all so much. Talk to you guys again in two weeks. Bye.